Hey, what's up, guys? It's Mike Lynch. What's going on? This is Rashad. This is the Sports Sunday Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It is now brought to you on the fan by your local Les Schwab Tire Centers. Doing the right thing since 1952. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, places the table. What? This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Well, it's sleeting outside there's snow in the forecast. Yeah. Driving in, it was, uh, I was getting little ice pelts hitting me. <sighs> and there's snow in the forecast for at least a couple hours today from what I last checked. Oh. I, haven't, I haven't checked in a while. Does that but. mean I'm going to get snowed in at the station today? Because I'm here until 630. No, you'll be fine. I, are you sure? My car does not do well in the snow. The snow is only supposed to be for a couple of hours or the ice, I suppose, or the wintry mix, if you will, because of the temperature. And then it's going to get warmer again. Yeah, it says wintry mix ending 1 p.m. But currently, if you look at the radar map, it's purple above Portland. <sighs> uh, I might be stuck here for... No, you'll be relaxed. You, you'll be fine. Of all the people talking, here... Talk about me. The, you have the biggest truck. Dude, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, I got to get new tires. So now it's not the great, not the best time. <laughs> like, seriously, this can happen next week. Oh, yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah. So this can happen next week and I'll be fine. I, I was actually going to get new tires. Um... Probably think Tuesday. I mean, okay. if I didn't, I asked for him for Christmas. You probably should have Don't done it a little I'm bit earlier, this. but that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the radar map in, in motion right now. Isn't this great radio? Me looking at my phone. Um, Riveting. The the actual like rain storm clouds leaves the area, so it's just going to stop raining slash stop sleeting at like 1 o'clock. So you'll be fine. Don't you worry about a thing. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you weren't here last week, but I got my keys. Stuck in my car, and I'll say this, man. Got stuck? Um, no, not stuck. I, I like an idiot, left them in the car. But then, like Jesse came to the door. How did you lock? Them? Wait, what? The, I locked the door and got then out of the car. Dropped them in the seat. Keys were still in uh, the ignition, like an idiot. And uh, I'll just say, man, it it pays to have friends. It pays to, it pays to have a couple goons as friends. Hey, so, are you blaming this on me coming and distracting you? Yes. I, I, if you I hadn't to come the... to my car door. I would have been just fine and got out of the car. I was and just so, trying to see if you needed a... If so facto, is your fault. You always forget your key fob. This is on you because you forget your key fob. You forget key your fob. key fob like every other week. I just, and you yeah, need I me to really come open the door. The house. So. Because, no, you know why? Maybe it's, leave it on your keychain? Well, mm. no, okay, so it's it's not, you know, it's not attached to the keychain for whatever reason. Just because it it's hard to take that two seconds to attach it to yeah, the keychain. Yeah, it is, How convenient man, it is no to idea. leave it on your keychain, which you, you bring no with you everywhere you go. I'm just saying, but... So, yeah, so that happened last week, but I got it out pretty quick, so that was good. All right. How else How, how else did the show go last week? What did you guys talk about? Uh, what did we talk about? It was a week ago. I don't even Sports, know anymore. Sports, football. Uh, yeah, we talked about um, how bad the Ducks looked and how bad Cristobal looked in that first game. Oh, wow, quick or to how judge. Good, or, or, well, that's, uh, for I what, tempered him on that. Yeah, yeah, because I we, I mean, cause I, we were kind of like, I don't think, he did that bad. A couple of terrible play calls, but outside of that, for your first game, we kind of drew some comparisons to Chip Kelly's first game against yep. Boise State. Um, 
We talked about the playoff race a little bit. We yep. did some fantasy. My team is officially out of uh, the playoffs right now. I lost in the semifinal by nine points. Nine points. So Hey, could be worse. Could be me two years ago losing in the final by... Point four. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's yes. bad. The, I love those. Those are like the. Those are the worst because I, I've had one of those this year where I lost by two tenths of a point, and you're yep. just like, "What? I just <laughs> needed three yards, three <laughs> yards for one player." Yeah. So I mean, other than that, we you know I forget what was West Coast. What, what did we talk about in West Coast bias? West Coast bias. Um, Oh, it was the game that was coming up with the Seahawks, the Seahawks and the Rams yeah. for the division and all that jazz. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pretty full show. You know how it goes. Well, we're going to talk a lot about the NFC West today. Um, there's a lot of talking points. I, I want to ask the question, was last week's Rams-Seahawks game the official changing of the guard in the NFC West, at least for now? And then I want to add on to that with a stat that Rashad just threw at me about the parody in the NFC West in the last five years. We'll kind of combine that into a couple of segments. Uh, I also, we also have a big Seahawks game today on the fan. Winning your, or losing your out, not winning your in. You still need to get some help, but losing your out for the Cowboys and the Seahawks in a very important game. And actually the, the whole playoff picture is pretty crazy. So we have a lot of NFL coming up. A lot of teams can clinch today, uh, but of course we will have our fantasy scramble at a 9.30. Probably only be one segment today considering it's only going to be helping people in the finals and I'm not sure how many of our listeners are in the finals. Maybe it won't be. Maybe all our listeners are geniuses because we've helped you the whole time. I th I honestly, I think <laughs> most people that aren't in the in the finals right now are kind of like, I don't even care anymore. Well, I mean, you should Everybody can just, they, I can just leave these guys on the Unless pitch. you're in the third place game and you get money for third place. Exactly. Then no, yeah, if you get no money reason. for third place, yes. Um, uh, there is no money in my league and I am playing for third place, so. Let's see, that's, that's where it's like the playing for like ESPN leagues that are thrown together kind of sucks for that reason. Um, where personal leagues, uh, you continually evolve it to try to keep people involved throughout the season. So one of the things we've done is uh, our seating is very much based on how you finish in the playoffs. Now, granted, we, if you didn't make the playoffs, then the seating is also based on a lottery system. So if you, come in last you get more more ping pong balls or whatever but well we uh we do this thing in our league where week 17 as we call it the toilet bowl i think or mm. I, I forget exactly what we call it but the two teams in last place have to play each other <laughs> and then the team who loses is the official last place team and they get the punishment at, for the next season which right now is just so the winner gets to make them a really embarrassing picture for their team which is not really that much of a punishment but we're working on it we're seeing what we can do that's realistic um so, so it's kind of funny because nobody right now except for playoff teams is allowed to add or drop players until week 17 when those two last place teams are allowed to do whatever they want. Good rule. So people like will drop good players they're not planning on keeping just to see if someone will snag them from that last place game. <laughs> so we'll see what happens next week with that. I am in the championship uh, for this league. Uh, the league that Jesse is in with with me, uh, the one of the two sports Sunday leagues in the Dirt and Sprague Fantasy Football. Um, and it didn't start off great for me. Because I have the problem of having way too many good players on my team. I know that sounds really douchey, but uh, my team my team is stacked. And I had to choose who to bench. And I, I asked a bunch of people, and I was looking at stats and everything. And last second, I changed from benching Adam Thielen to benching Jarvis Landry. And Thielen got like three points yesterday. I told you, you told me to bench Thielen. You were one of the people I, I asked. 
Um, I asked some other people and there was kind of like, oh, I mean, they're all really good. So go with the person who's least likely to blow up, I guess. And I was like, well, who would that be? And I'm like, well, Landry could go like six catches for like 30 yards because of the Dolphins offense sucks. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll drop him. Thielen could go for 20. Yeah, Thielen went for like three. So Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, I had this this feeling, you know, just you gave me the list. There's just this feeling about Thielen. Diggs has been coming on. And Thielen's been taking more of a backseat there in Minnesota with Diggs. Uh, Travis Kelsey better. gave me four. Yeah. And that sucks. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, I lost by nine. Classic tight end play. You know, there was a couple guys that were, uh, Des Bryant gave me three, I think it was. Something stupid. Like, you know, so all, if, if the guys that were supposed to, A.J. Green gave me three. Um, Burkhead left the game with six. Like, it was just, I wasn't supposed to win. So one of those, one of those weeks. It was just yeah. one of those weeks, man. So, you know, I wasn't even mad at a point. Well, in this league, I uh, was lucky enough that somebody dropped Ezekiel Elliott when the suspension hit, and I added him. And guess who's back for ch championship week? Zeke Elliott. So my running backs right now are Le'Veon Bell and Ezekiel lucky Elliott. Master. And Kenyon Drake, who's a, my, in my flex. Yeah, you're, you're a lucky yeah. SOB, man. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey wasn't even in the conversation of who I should start. He was like my fifth best receiver. <laughs> Yeah, so this was yeah. a this was a this DeAndre was a, Hopkins and Keenan Allen and Jarvis Landry and Adam Thielen. This wasn't a bad year for my team, you know, but it also wasn't the best year. So it wasn't last year, but still got all the way to the, you know, got all the way to the semis. You know, almost made it. So, well, so we got all that stuff coming up on the show today. We will have more fantasy talk. I don't want to brag about my team because it's going to make me lose, guaranteed. <laughs> it's going to give me the bad karma. That's why I try not to. Um, although now I probably already bragged too much, so. Hey, Thielen only got four points yesterday or whatever it was, so it's not going to be good. All the Ravens defense did okay. Um, but we will do our fantasy scramble at 930. So if you're in your championship game, text us your questions at uh, the Bridgeport Beer Sex on at 55305. We'll get to that at 930. we got Seahawks talk coming up. We've got the playoff positioning and picture today coming up, as well as our West Coast bias, which will be about the parity in the NFC West the last few years. Um, but I kind of want to start a little bit festive. I want to start with the holiday season. Hmm. I want to start with what are your plans for the next two days? What do you normally do? What do you like to do? What's the most exciting thing you've done on Christmas before? So let's talk about that next. And you feel free to text your your answers to those questions. The Bridgeport Pierce text line at 55305. That is next here on Football Sunday on The Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad Feliz on 1080 The Fan. Was that on the mic? Huh? No. Oh. You are singing along like it was actually pretty good. Yeah. You sing this in Spanish. There you go. Shout out to Miss Stemler, my Spanish teacher. Not so much, you know, the other one, but Miss Stemler was there. So it is uh, Christmas Eve today, or tonight, I guess. When do you start calling it Christmas Eve? Uh, today. Is it the whole day? All yeah. day. Or is it the night time? It's, to, it's the day. Okay. It's Christmas Eve. It's icing slash wintry mixing out in a lot of the, a lot of the area. It's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we uh, got a text on the river, North Portland since 6. Haven't seen ice, but it's cold enough. You're, why are you punishing yourself Man, you're like a that? beast for being on the river. I know you're probably That's fishing, but it's really, 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 really cold. Yeah, you're a beast for <laughs> being out there. Because I was just asking Jesse as we were coming in the building, is like, man, would you actually go jump in that water for, you know, say, let's say 50 Gs, you know? Yes. 
Yeah, that that was unquestionably. He he told me a hundred thousand. Said a hundred, like because that that might have been overshooting it. Yeah, I do it for like a thousand dollars. Right. I know. That's really? where I was starting to think. Was would I do jump it for in the 100? river for one for like one second and then get out? Yeah, I mean, I, if you extend the time I have to be in there, then the money goes up. But come on, I, I that's like easy money. Bucks. Just jump in and get out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not jumping in that water, fam. <laughs> Sorry, we just think different. I'm not getting in there. That's like they free, that's free money every year. Free free money for you know possible hypothermia. I'm good. No, for no. one second of jumping no, in, relax. Sure. You're not sitting that in the water freezing. for like twenty. It's cold minutes. enough in the it's, summertime. I mean, what do you think it's like now? It's with, probably freezing. It's not the Arctic. Hey, man. Rashad, people hey do the polar I'm plunge. Not there. I'm not getting in there People either. do the polar plunge. I do plunge. the polar plunge, though. Just It's for charity. You, Why not? You, you, you won't do it for so if you're going to do it for charity, you're not going to do it for your own personal charity. Not for, not for a grand. You said that, that, that 50, though? Yeah, not a problem. You'll do it for free for charity, but you won't do it for a grand hey for man. yourself. Hey, man. Yeah, man. That's the type of guy if I That am. grand can get you a lot of things. It does. Actually, you know what? You it could doesn't donate anymore. that grand to it a charity. How about this? Relax. I spent a thousand dollars in like a day for Christmas, like not Mr. less than a Money day. Bags over not, here. That's a humble no, main mode. That's mind you. Yeah, this, uh, we had to pull that from a few sources, uh -huh. but like it, it, it came and went. I was like, by by, got it Friday. By Sunday, I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, where did it go? So, I mean, <clears throat> fifty of those things. Yes, absolutely. I'm jumping in. Wish I could do that. <laughs> and you can, you can. <laughs> um, yeah I would do that though so it is Christmas Eve it is cold it is wintry mixing out for a couple of hours so at least you know the area is getting a little bit into the uh, into the spirit of things what are you doing what are you doing today what are you doing tomorrow what's the plans man text yours Bridgeport Beers text on to 55305 if you're listening out there of course I kind of like your your setup that you have going tomorrow. my Jewish Christmas tomorrow yeah, yeah Jewish Christmas uh, is what we of the non-Christian faith or those who do not celebrate it. It's just, I call it Jewish Christmas because I'm Jewish, but people who don't celebrate Christmas do it in general. Um, you go see a movie because movie theaters are open and you go get Chinese food because Chinese restaurants are usually open. However, I have discovered that since moving here, there are less Chinese restaurants open on Christmas day than where I grew up in New Jersey. I believe because a, there's a like 500 bajillion more Jewish people in New Jersey. So the Chinese restaurants know that there's going to be a lot more customers coming in that day if they don't celebrate Christmas, of course. Um, but B, I, I've just had trouble. I've tried to call multiple restaurants every Christmas like, hey, you open today? Nope. Or like I, I called the day before. Hey, you going to be open on Christmas? Nope. You going to be open? Nope. I'm like, I... so I, yeah. found, I found a place that we went to last year for the first time that was pretty good. Where'd you go? Somewhere in Beaverton. It was okay. a, a place that we found. I, I don't remember what it was called, but because um, like, the place we we had been going, which was down by the, we used to go to the Bridgeport Regal, um, and there was a place in Lake O that was actually really good that was open. Last time we went, they closed for like half the day in the middle, and then they only took reservations. So, no, oh. well, uh, <laughs> it was like screw this, I'm going to a different place. Yeah, there's a couple places. Well, actually, no, let me take that back. Portland used to have a lot of really good Chinese spots, and then I don't know whose health, you know. Health, health cold violations or whatever the case is, but some of them just kind of closed down. Like uh, a Hung Far Low was great, and that was on 82nd and uh, Division. You know, that closed not too long ago, I want to say a little over a year ago. There's a place called Formosa's, which was phenomenal, and that was on the corner of Lombard and like MLK. That's gone, and they made that into something else. You know, there is one out in Beaverton that we used to love, and I again, I can't remember the name, but 
it closed due to health code violations. You got to get like Thai food or something like that. You might have to just like settle up for no, 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 no. Jewish Christmas is Chinese food and a movie. I'm just saying, it's really hard to find good Chinese food. My mushu pork and my sesame chicken and my hot and sour soup. And I'm getting it today because uh, I don't eat Chinese food that much because just not something that pops in my head. Today is a day or tomorrow is a day where I eat Chinese food. P.F. Chang's. No. That's delicious. No. It is. It really is. I mean, no. it's, I know it's not your, your standard Chinese food, but like literally, I mean. I mean P.F. Chang's I find to be very. Has even been ran out of Portland. Like they had a place in the Pearl, and they were ran out of Portland. Yeah, well, not not because people didn't go there, because Portland ran them out. Like the city of Portland ran them. There's out. There's one at Bridgeport, which I've yes. been to before. Um, I just don't like it that much, to be honest. I feel like it's kind of bland. Go like no, it's not it's, it's no, not really no. that spicy. Of course, then again, you're talking to somebody who they actually have gluten free options, so uh, it's like yeah. the only place I can go to within the last ten years. So but, listen to someone who's not going to be eating gluten free. But at, at the same time, at the same time, what I recall from many, 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 many Chinese foods, it's more often than not the food is bland. There's a place called Lung Fung that's on uh, like Lombard. Ish and uh, or definitely Lombard and like Denver Street. Lung Fung is phenomenal. It's like the last of the those Chinese restaurants from when I was like a kid in North Northeast Portland. Try them. I mean, you're going to the airport anyway to pick up your lady. Well, I'm not going so. today though. I'm going tomorrow. Oh well, call Lung Fung tomorrow. They might be open. I no. Look, I'm going to the movies and be. I'm not driving to Portland for Chinese food. I'm sorry. There has to be a <laughs> decent Chinese. Place we found. That's what I said. No, we found not. one. That was good. wasn't the best, but it was See? good, and it was good enough to enjoy on Christmas Day. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound fun. Good enough to enjoy on Christmas Day. Look, our like multiple favorite places that we've been to before. They're not open on Christmas. It's really sad. Seriously, there's a place. Uh, there's a place out. in Beaverton that I freaking love. I'm gonna look it up because I I want to give them some love because they're really really good. It's like a really kind of like unassuming looking restaurant, and. Um, both times I've been there, it's like it's delicious. They don't open for Christmas Day. It really frustrates me. Well, I mean, you should, should call around see see what's see what's available. For me, it's going to be pretty easy. Uh, like you said, like I haven't done that. No, seriously, call me. I know what's hey. available. And and we live in 2017, soon to be 18. Like there's all types of places that deliver, so you don't necessarily have to go to North Portland anymore. Why would I be? I can't, I'm, I don't saying. live in Portland. Rashad. I'm saying if you want the food, it can come to you now. Like you don't have to go. You don't have to go there. Lynn's China Jade. That's I'm the place saying. that I love. Lynn's China Jade is very good, but they don't open for Christmas. That's what it's called. Give it, give it a try if you haven't tried it before. If you live out, if you live out the West Side, uh, that is, uh, it's certainly very, very tasty. Um, what do you do? Like, what's your tradition though? Like, what do you normally uh, do on Christmas? Typically, we get with my family. Um, just do a big Christmas Eve. I have a pretty. We're not. I have a. I'm not gonna say it's a big family, but we, you know, there's a few of us, so just kind of, uh, kind of hang out. We do a gift exchange with the with the adults, you know, the kids exchange some gifts and everything, and then just kind of, you know, straight West Coast after that for a little bit until everybody gets tired. Usually, everybody has their own, or absolutely everybody has their own Christmas that they're doing with their families and whatnot. So um, everybody kind of disperses right around 11, 11:30 because. We usually wake up pretty early to do yeah. presents and stuff with right. ev with everybody, and so then I'll go to my mom's, uh, or she'll come to my house, depending on how she feels, and have breakfast or dinner, depending on the time. I like to do breakfast. What do you normally eat? Like, uh, what's the Christmas meal for the Taylor family? Oh man, there's there's always a prime rib. Okay, uh, 
there's always uh, maybe some maybe some greens, uh, a, a salad. That's vague. No green. No no. Maybe the actual, some greens. No, you mean actual, collard greens? Yes, collard greens. Okay, okay. You know, possibly mustard. More than likely, probably not. Um, so uh, shoot, some 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 yams. Maybe some years we'll get really fancy and do some Cornish hens. You know, so, but other than that, that's it's going to be a lot of basketball. Uh, this is usually basketball day for our family. Like, my family is huge, huge hoop fans. Love football, you know, but for the most part, hoop is what my family will sit and sit and watch. So, today is going to be kind of an awesome day. And there's football uh, on tomorrow as well because it's Monday. So, this was an awesome time for Christmas to kind of fall on Christmas Eve to fall on Sunday. Monday, I get two full days of just being able to sit and chill and eat. How about you, Jesse? What are you doing tomorrow or tonight, I suppose? Oh, it's going to be a long one. Uh, so typically I, I won't make it over to um, my better half's. Um, her aunt always does a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. So we usually do that. I won't be able to make it because I'll be here. Um, then we go over to her mother's house for a post-Christmas party thing for a couple hours. Then we come back home, get up in the morning, go out to St. Helens to her dad's, do a Christmas breakfast, come back home, get things ready. Whoa. About a lot of traveling. An hour later, her family comes over. We host Christmas till about nine o'clock at night. Then Marie and I sit in front of the uh, Christmas tree and open presents. So, so you do get to do that tomorrow, I assume, right? Yes. Okay, good. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's That's super a busy. Wild and, and crazy driving around Christmas Day. Believe it or not, <laughs> we've actually taken a stop out of our Christmas Day. It used to be one more stop. It was absolutely insane. At least you guys host the second part mm-hmm. because then you're not then everyone's traveling to you. And then when you're done, you're already home. You don't have to drive yeah. anymore. It, we're, we're trying to get her dad. Everybody's actually trying to get her dad to stop doing Christmas breakfast, um, to have him come over, do it, you know, and then just have everybody leave more in the evening as opposed to late at night. Um, we, we all enjoy, you know, hanging around doing games. So we usually play board games or we'll break out the PlayStation or something and, um, or we'll watch, uh, they, they're not big sports fans. I, I and her brother will typically watch, you know, something on a TV <clears throat> somewhere tucked away, you know, but, um, it's, it's a long day. The, the dad just doesn't want to give up the Christmas kids need to have Christmas at home with their dad, like mentality. And we're all kind of over that. Well, but it is, it is what it is. You it, get a it good meal, feel better. So yeah, it's a big fat. Like he, he, one thing about Marie's family is they all cook more than that's the right way to do it. Is needed. Yeah. So you always you have never want to run out of food. It's always good to have leftovers. Never no, have that problem. Not. Never have that problem with this family. Well, to be honest, Jesse, as, as busy as it sounds, it sounds awesome too. Just it to is. be able to kind of have all these things happening all in the matter of a day and a half sounds really really fun. And, and I get to kind of go around and be social. Marie likes to, you know, get everything. She likes to be cooking it in the kitchen, and she's buzzing around. So we're both always busy, and I'm typically doing more of the, hey, let's entertain you this way, or let's entertain you that way. So we're always doing something. It is a good time. It's just very exhausting by the end of the day. Text us your uh, general Christmas things. I don't know what to call it. Plans. Uh, the Bridgeport Beer Sex Line at 55305. The one that I've adopted from my wife, which is the best, um, is something that she used to do with her family for Christmas. She grew up Christian and she converted uh, when she married me. But we did it on Hanukkah last week. Was um, What they did is they have this rule on one day. Usually I think they did it on Christmas Eve. Was 
you just stay in your PJs all day. You don't shower. You, you just, you're in your PJs. They make only hors d'oeuvre foods like pigs in a blanket, stuffed mushrooms, stuff like that. And you just watch movies all day and snack on the hors d'oeuvres throughout the whole day. So what we do is we watch five movies in a row and we just have hors d'oeuvres the whole day. And it's amazing. Fun. Yeah, it's awesome. That's pretty good. This yeah. year we watched Get Out. We, we try to watch the movies uh, that we missed from the year. Okay. So we watched Get Out. We watched Baby Driver, Logan Lucky, which said comedy. It wasn't really a comedy. It was more of like a heist movie, but it was okay. And then I had never seen either John Wick, and neither had she. So we watched both of them. John Wick's dope. John Wick was awesome. Um, yeah, it was actually like my favorite movie of all of them was yeah. the John Wick movies. <laughs> but uh, I love that tradition because... A, it's like super lazy, but B, it's like you get food you would never have any other time of the year because when are you making hors d'oeuvres except for around the holidays? And uh, so you get to catch up on the movies you missed. So that was uh, that's our that's our tradition that we like to do. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to just being able to sit and chill and kind of veg out. Especially, I, I you know today is being Christmas Eve. I can go home and. They have to clean just a little, little bit. You know, my no, son's room. Clean. I have to. My son's room is a massacre, and so I have to go in there and just kind of straighten up a little bit, make sure my. I'm a big proponent of if your bathroom and kitchen are clean, everything else is fine. Yeah, that's so, a fairly good, yeah. fairly good rule. Make sure those are the two areas that everyone sees. So, fellas, if you're single Especially and you live alone, man, if your bathroom is not clean, don't leave the bathroom. That and area. your kitchen is not clean, you lost her. Don't ever bring her to your spot. Just saying. It's a good point. Because guess who uh, is even worse than us guys at putting stuff on the ground sometimes? Women. Yeah. Like, just, like, leaving things in piles. Yeah. I'm not saying so they're be, not, like... They're, they don't hate that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying be OCD They hate grimy, it. like, counters. They're mad though. at me because the seat is up, but you got makeup all over the sink. Okay, my bad. Just saying. <laughs> so, that being said, man... A little personal fellas, uh, shout fellas, out there. Make sure that your restroom, make sure that your kitchen is clean. Everything else take care of itself. All right. Coming up next, we'll give a couple of the texts that are coming in for holiday traditions, but also we will do our fantasy scramble. If you are in a championship matchup, feel free to text us a question at the Bridge for Beer text on the 55305, and we'll get to the next here on Football Sunday on the Fan. This is what you get when you wait until the last minute. It's your pick. Fine, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. This guy. A kicker. I like kickers. Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finished as terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. It is Championship Sunday in fantasy football, hopefully for you. No, it's not, but we I was close, though, so shout-out to TaylorMade Mafia. Shout-out yeah. to everybody that really participated with us all season uh, with the fantasy scramble, man. Good luck. Yes, and thank you all for uh, in our league of Ilala Elo's Revenge, named after my messing up Ezekiel Elliott's name drop that is uh, still on. Still, We still use it to this day. Uh, I, I actually listened to it like, let me borrow this mouse, Jesse. Also, I'll stop that for you. Um, the uh, I tried to say Ezekiel Elliott, and I said this. Oh, wait. Could you pot up the hockey? Thank you. Ezekiel Elliott. He... I listened to that like 10 times to figure out exactly what I said. Il-Ala-Ila. So that's the name of our league. Il-Ala-Ila's Revenge. And um, I'm in the championship games today. Uh, well, there you go. And I've already made one bad decision, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Lynch. 
Thank you guys all for uh, joining us at the draft, of course, and being in the league the entire year long and paying attention for those of you who have been paying attention the whole time. But if you have fantasy football questions, text them into the Bridgeport Beers text line at 55305. We might only go this segment for this today because uh, normally we've got, uh, I mean, normally we have everybody's playing, but right now really only two people in each league are playing unless you're playing for third place as well. So um, let me go back to find the first question. Non-PPR league. Nelson Aguilar or Marvin Jones? To me, that screams pretty easy. Marvin Jones has been really stinking good this year for the for the Lions. I'm really frustrated that I had I was forced to drop him in week two because I mm-hmm. had injured players. Um, Aguilar has been good, but not as good as Marvin Jones. So without looking much deeper into it. I'm going to say go Marvin Jones because he's not really relying on the catches anyway because some games he only gets three or four, but he goes for 90 yards anyway. Yeah, I like Marvin Jones. I think the Lions have a lot to play for, so that's where I'm going. Aguilar has been playing well lately, though, so I get why this is a question for you. Uh, Just a second. I mean, I I understand the uh, Marvin Jones play. Um, Part of me, though, is not on board, so I just want to double-check here. got to go... Find myself some uh, mm, some statistics. Some statistics. Yeah, typically, you know, a lot of this stuff is like burned and ingrained into my head. However, uh, this would not be one of those days. Uh, why not? Just throw, yeah, Marvin Jones. I'd say this is the yeah. one big rule I've always had for in, your, in a championship game. Don't uh, overthink it. Go with what got you there. I mean, I understand why you're doing the Nelson Aguilar thing. Um, you're playing against Oakland in Philadelphia. Oakland's secondary has not been great, but if you think about it, they have kept receivers from scoring touchdowns in the last three games. Um, Nelson Aguilar is a nice piece. I mean, honestly, Nelson Aguilar has been the better spot when you look at it as seven receptions last week, eight receptions in week 14, seven receptions week 13. So I understand the question here. Uh, screw it. N- Nelson Aguilar. I've, been, I've talked myself into it. Aguilar. All right. Uh, quarterback question, Phillip Rivers or Nick Foles? We're going to mm. see a lot of Nick Foles after what he did last week, replacing Carson Wentz uh, in terms of questions. Phillip Rivers was horrific last week, only seven points um, against the Chiefs, but he is playing the Jets defense today. I am more inclined to go with the more trustworthy bet, which to me is Phillip Rivers. Nick Foles played great last week, and I know the Eagles system is really good right now, but he's still Nick Foles. So I'm going to go with uh, Phillip Rivers in this one. Um, Nick Foles, I don't feel the – I mean, I don't – I think Nick Foles is better than people are going to give him credit for. Um, but uh still think Phillip Rivers just had a bad game last week. I don't think he's going to do that twice. I, I think – okay, uh, Phillip Rivers, you're you're in a division game. So, I mean, you got to kind of take that out. I mean, crazy things happen in division games. You, you just know your opponent. Um, so I'm going to take that out of the equation. Outside of that, Phillip Rivers has actually been pretty good since his bye week. That's been his one down game. In fact, since his bye week, you take out those three interceptions from last week, and his bye week was week nine. He's only thrown one interception. So he's actually been really good Very outside of last week. Yeah, so – uh, playing against the Jets, um, and at the same time, Foles. Here's your problem with Foles. There is a possibility that um, I believe it's – I don't remember what the scenario is, but there's a possibility that Philadelphia clinches 
and they decide not to play Foles because they've already lost their starting quarterback and they don't want to have to go into the playoffs with the third string quarterback. So I think I saw that if the Vikings had lost yesterday, okay, then they would have clinched. That might, that, I think that sounds right. So, I mean, so you're, you could probably get away with playing Foles, uh, but I still, I'd play Philip Rivers, who has been playing all season as opposed to one guy where you have one game sample size. Uh, tight end question, a streaming tight end question. Jesse James from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my. Or Charles Clay from the Buffalo Bills. This was a tough one for me. Someone asked me this before earlier in the week, and I said leaning James. Um, Jesse James had a really good game two weeks ago. Had 10 catches, 97 yards, and he's playing a Texans team who apparently is very bad against tight ends. Charles Clay seems a little bit more consistent. However, he also has games where he gets two catches. Uh, last week, he had five catches for 68 yards, also a good play. He's playing the New England defense, um, who's been better of late, but it still is not the most elite defense. A lot of injuries there. It's tough because I think you're going to see more targets for a guy like uh, Charles Clay normally, but Antonio Brown's injury might be a big deal in terms of getting uh, Jesse James some more looks as well. Um because Brown is Brown playing this week, or is he? Is no, he he's out? he's done for the rest of the he's season. Done. Yeah, he's out. Or so, regular season, I should say. And he might miss the wild card game. I saw this morning yep. too. Um, but yeah, Jesse James is due to get an uptick in targets due to that injury. So that's why I said leaning him, and I'll stick that leaning Jesse James. Uh, I'm going to go with Clay. Uh, I like the fact that he's going to get, or he always gets a lot of targets from Tyrod. Um, I think that we know that the Bills give the Patriots a, a really tough time, especially because it's in the division. So um, I think Charles Clay is just that they're exploiting where the Patriots are really kind of weak right now. And that's just not having anybody that's able to shadow any really great tight ends like that. So not to say Clay is a great tight end, but he's a really good one. So I'm going Charles Clay. Uh, a guy that lost his tight end last week to a lacerated spleen or kidney, sorry, lacerated kidney in Hunter Henry. I'm in the same predicament where I had to think, do I want to go Antonio Gates? Do I want to go... Charles Clay, do I want to go Jesse James? Now, Antonio Gates just that he's not going to get enough run, I don't think. He's not going to be on the field for more than 50% of the snaps, I don't think. So he he gets thrown out. Jesse James, this is my problem with Jesse James. He reminds me of Richard Rodgers um, in Green Bay. Like, every once in a while, he has a game where you're like, what? He's really good at catching the ball. Like, sure, he's not fast. He's not, like, super uber athletic, but... Seems to find good places to sit down in the zone, catch the ball, makes plays, but he only does that a few games a year, and that's kind of Jesse James to me. For some reason, even though he's got pretty sure hands, he makes plays in the passing game when he gets opportunities. You never know when those opportunities are going to come. So that's my problem with Jesse James. And then Charles Clay, when you look at his bad games this season, if you want to really dig deeper into it, those games where he only had a couple points or a couple catches, those were Nathan Peterman behind behind center. And so all of his really bad games have come with Nathan Peterman under center and his floor, I think is safer than a Jesse James. And he's got about the same ceiling. So I'm going to go uh, Charles. Sorry. Sorry to throw hey. out way too much info there. Hey, and, and info's good in the championship. Week. All right. So we do, we got more questions than we thought. So we're going to do that next. And then I will get full into the Seahawks and the playoff picture all in the 10 o'clock hour. This is football Sunday on 1080 to the fan. This, uh, this is a song that, uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs, so uh, 
wrote a, wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go. Put on your Yamaka. Here comes Hanukkah. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hey, thanks for suggesting this to be played, Rashad. This is a great song. It is a great song. Adam Sandler, this is the song that I think this is what made Adam Sandler a star. Instead of one day of I really? mean, uh, I think, yeah, I think his SNL I mean, stuff was, was funny, but yeah. When did he release this compared to him being in, like, movies and stuff? No, he was, you know, because he was on SNL prior to, you know, really becoming the movie star and everything. But I think this is one of the songs that he did. On a Saturday Night Live? No, he put out a CD. I know, he put out a CD. Yeah. yeah singing, like, uh, I think that was while he was still doing uh, yeah. SNL. So yeah. I think that made him SNL a, a bigger kinda, star. Because uh, Billy Madison's not a funny movie. Oh. Sorry. Oh, Billy Madison is funny. Billy Madison is. I, I have it, and I used to crack up. Now I look at it like this is dumb. Well, of course, now. I mean, it's hey, not meant for you now. I still laugh at Mr. Deeds. That's funny. Big Daddy's oh, still I'd, funny. I'd still much rather watch um, Billy Madison over Mr. Deeds. Uh, I'm, uh, now, Happy Gilmore, all day. I mean, Billy Madison, guys, mm, not so let's much. Let's be honest. Almost every Adam Sandler movie is exactly the same. Yeah. Now they're just bad. Well, well yeah. Now they're just awful. The last but that's good the one thing. There's the difference is you're older now. Like, if you were watching these movies as, like, a 10-year-old again, you might laugh like you used to with, with uh, Billy Madison. But you never know. Hey, his, his movies... Tend, uh, tend to last the test of time better than uh, a guy like Jim Carrey. Hmm. Go back and watch. Uh, go back Ace and Ventura. Watch I just watched Ace Ventura. Both of them no. uh, this past Truman week, and they're Show. both great. You're gonna say Ace Ventura is better Cable than Billy guy? Madison? Absolutely, I'm gonna say both. Oh, yeah. Ace Ventura is better than Billy Madison. Oh no! Absolutely. Oh, Pick yeah. one. Ace Ventura is like the perfect quintessential. Like it was funny at the time, but now are you Man, kidding me? Ace Ventura, you're gonna tell me anything uh, Adam Sandler's did is better than Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, no, Dumb no and Dumber way. might be one of the worst movies. I've ever seen. And back to fantasy football because <laughs> Jesse's saying crazy stuff today. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what is happening? Dumber. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let that slide. I won't. We'll For talk now. about that later. For now. That might come back later. Um, <laughs> just, you know, one of the classic comedy movies of all time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic comedy, a, a, a Jim, <laughs> classic Jim Carrey comedy movie of all time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just elevated because Jim Carrey's in there. Eagles, uh, Rams, or Bears defense? This one's tough. Bears. Oh, that was easy for Jesse. <laughs> Who are the Bears playing? Oh, they're playing Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, playing yeah. The and they're they're a top oh, ten. Oh yeah, this might be the toilet bowl. Yeah, you're going Bears defense today, guys. Uh, Cleveland's that bad. Yeah, I guess Bears. Yeah, the Bears. The Bears. I mean, Rams have a good defense too, but yeah, no. No, it, I'm going. The, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, but L.A. Oh, you're going to go L.A. instead. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Okay. I like the Rams defense and what Pick, any any defense against the Browns is a winning defense. That's how I feel. Uh, and Jesse said the Bears too. Okay. Next question. Pass all the Chinese recommendations. Thank you guys for all your Chinese food recommendations. Des Bryant or Devin Funches? I have a similar situation. I'm, I'm curious what you guys are going to say. Um, well, Des has been so inconsistent this year. It's really annoying. Um, cause he'll, he'll get a touchdown every now and then, but then he'll get like three catches for not that many points. Um, 
He's going up against Seattle, which doesn't mean as much as it has earlier in the years. If you've watched the Seattle defense the last few weeks with all their injuries. Um, but Ezekiel Elliott coming back is really big for that Cowboys offense. Not that Des Bryant had great games every time with Ezekiel Elliott playing, but it does open up the offense. Now, Devin Funches, number one receiver in Carolina, had a spree of very good games, but last week fell flat with one catch for 19 yards. Um, but he did, I think, aggravate an injury or something in that game. So I'm going to say Funches. I'm going to pick Funches over Des Bryant. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going Funches as well. It just seems like since Dak has become the quarterback of the Cowboys, uh, Des Bryant has become less and less of, an, uh, of a key part of that offense. You know, you've seen other guys kind of get really involved, Cole Beasley and some other ones get involved in the offense a little more than Des. So uh, I think I'm going to go with Funches. He's clearly Cam's number one right now with Kelvin Benjamin being gone. Sweep it. All right, look at that. Devin Funches. Last year, I'm like, ah, oh, he's a bust. This year, he's the number one guy. Well, there. we've all been waiting for him. To, I think we all keep drafting him, waiting for him to be that guy, and this year is the first year that he finally That's was. the standard wide receiver three-year leap. It, it Usually, that's like the year you see that leap, whether it's going to click or not for a wide receiver. Uh, and the final fantasy question that we have today, Lamar Miller or DeMarco Murray, half-point PPR? Uh, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. Murray. Whoa. Why? Are... Murray's been so bad this year. Uh, yeah. No, has Miller been great? Show me a game where Miller's been great outside of Deshaun Watson. Miller's been consistent um, okay. outside of Deshaun go, Watson. Go look at, like, uh, Miller. Okay. Miller last week with his whopping nine rushes for 32 yards and his... Uh, Whopping two catches for one yard. That was awesome. Um, how about 17 touches for 15, 53 yards or 15 touches for 56 yards or 17 touches for 51 yards? But a touchdown. Touches. Oh, sorry. I left out a touchdown a month ago. Uh, 22 <laughs> touches, 61 yards, 11 touches, 60. Feisty. Oh, wait a minute. Um, now we're starting to get closer. Oh, wait a minute. Back at week eight when he had Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but Jesse. 21 Dem touches, 54 yards, and a touchdown along with three yes. catches, 19 yards, and a touchdown. DeMarco Murray had 18 carries for 59 yards, 11 carries for 34 yards, 11 he, carries for 66 yards, 12 carries for nine yards. Yeah, I know. They're basically the same guy, except, you know what? Um, Pitt has something to play for. Houston doesn't. Lamar Miller literally is coming off a nine-touch game. He He's not been better except for the fact that you probably know you're going to have a more reliable guy in Murray as far as getting touches today. When you think about DeMarco Murray, who's going against the Rams, they're 30th against the running backs. They give up points against the run. They don't give up points in the air. They're going to use DeMarco Murray a lot. You know, and well, no, DeMarco, at least DeMarco Murray has ran over 100 yards at least once this season. Granted, it was a fluky 75-yard play, but at least he's done it once. Maybe it's the segment in After You Criticize Dumb and Dumber, but this is the first time I've, like, very strongly disagreed with your fantasy take. I think the Dumb and Dumber thing helped, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that, like, honestly, I, I, I almost always respect and agree with Jesse's picks. In this one here, I have... And maybe it's personal. I have both running backs on my team. And I've played Lamar Miller every week. And I've been benching DeMarco Murray since week 10 or whatever week it was. And 
I wish I could bench Lamar Miller. My team is so beat up. I wish I could bench that guy. I hate Lamar Miller so much. I had him last year. <laughs> I ended up hating him. I get him in a trade this year. He's not the part I wanted in the trade. I wanted Chris Thompson. Oh, what? Chris Thompson breaks his fibula. I end up with, gosh darn, Lamar Miller. <laughs> I hate, dude, seriously. How I many know. touches do you need to run for 100 yards, bro? Like, I, you get 21 like, touches, 54 yards? How bad do you have to be? What I like about Lamar Miller is that Outside of last week, he's good for basically seven or eight points plus a game. And that's, Honestly, not, that's not bad. Like, I, if you get everybody on your team to score that many points plus, you're going to likely win your matchup. So, DeMarco Murray can get two points. But, no, I don't, I don't believe that. Especially today, when you think about, okay, one, it's a half-point PPR. Lamar Miller, is, uh, he does catch passes. He's not used as much in the passing game as DeMarco Murray is. DeMarco Murray is just, I, he's going to get more run today. Last week, Alfred Blue got more touches than Lamar Miller. But they're playing the Rams, who they'll likely be down against very early. The Titans are. And once again, who do they use in the passing game for the Titans? DeMarco Murray. And to be honest, it, that honestly, that if you want to go back and look the last six weeks, the Tennessee Titans defense has actually played respectably and, uh, and they're, they're really good against the run. What's the real driving engine of that offense? Todd Gurley. So they should at least slow down Todd Gurley. I don't think it's last week. They go out to this gigantic, huge lead over Titans and they never come back. Like the Titans are at least, the, the Titans remind me of a really poor man's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They play up and they play down to their their opponents. Last but, five weeks, by the way, yeah, both Miller and Demarco Murray, thirteen mm-hmm. catches. All right, I'm just I'm just saying I I trust I trust a guy like Murray way more than Miller. What has Miller done since he's been in Houston? Literally, go go back and look at his entire career in Houston. I don't know if he has one hundred yard game rushing in his entire career in Houston. He's been bad. He's been really bad. I'm sorry. He, I don't ha- he has been bad for a true NFL running back. However, I really I think for fantasy purposes, he's been solid. He's, yeah, he gets I, almost, I mean, if you look at his games this year, he's averaging over double figures. I, I look at a guy, I look at a guy who's averaging probably 17 rushing touches a game and can't come close to breaking 100 yards. He's not good. And it, sure, he's had some fantasy relevance and he's he's fine. He, he's fine. I, I'm just saying, like, the matchup is better for DeMarco Murray, and I think they're basically the same running back this year. I think they're both about as reliable. Like you said, 13 catches apiece the last four, six weeks or whatever, four weeks. I forget. Like, how long has he been in Houston? Three years? Two years? Uh, I think this is his the second year. Second, Just yeah. the second year? Okay. Yeah, he had 400-yard games last year. But okay, you're so right. Four in two years. Yes. Yeah. That's bad. I get your point. He's bad. He's bad. He's bad. Sorry. I'm I'm emphatic about this because it was so easy for me to say Murray, and you're like, no. Because I disagree, I disagree 100%. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and say, I agree. M- Murray's been a big disappointment too, but Miller, man, Miller, you, you got everything going for you and compared to Murray, you know, he's younger. He's like, he literally was a guy that needed 10 touches in Miami to be like a 20 point fantasy guy. And he comes here and he gets 25 touches a game. He can't, can't do anything. Miller sucks. All right. We got a break. Uh, actually, we have got one question. Let's try to answer it quickly. Funches, Mike Evans, Martavis Bryant, pick two. Funches and 
Evans. Funches Evans. Funches Evans. Okay. We got a break. Games are starting soon. So good luck in your championship matchup, everybody. Uh, if you are in one, if not, enjoy the rest of the uh, fantasy implications if you are caring about your games this week. Coming up next hour, lots to talk about the Seahawks, lots to talk about the NFC West, as well as the playoff picture. This is Football Sunday on The Fan.